Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging purpose-driven leaders and entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, inspiration, and principles for success for their life, their business, and their career. Now let the class begin. Good day, good day, good day, School of Purpose leaders. This is Markeith Brayton, and I am so excited that you're with us again this week for another episode of the School of Purpose podcast. And I'm overjoyed and excited about today's guest, and I'm not going to waste much time in doing much of an introduction because as we go throughout this episode, you will learn more about her as well as the purpose of this episode. But my guest today is Dr. Tiffany, who is a national speaker, professional coach, and mentor. She is a trained, licensed therapist and tenured associate professor of counseling. She works with individuals teaching step-by-step how to actually create the very life that they want and desire. And I know that many of you have a desire to create the life of your dreams, have the desire to create a life that you truly want to live out on purpose. And today's show's theme is five keys to discovering your purpose. And Dr. Tiffany is going to help us understand those five keys as we go throughout this episode. So without prolonging the introduction, let us now welcome Dr. Tiffany. Welcome to the School of Purpose podcast, Dr. Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you, Marquette, so much for having me. I'm so pleased and honored to be here with you today. So thank you. Awesome. Well, I gave a brief introduction of who you were. Why don't you take us just a little bit deeper uh, in your bio and just let us know how you show up in the world each and every day. Sure, absolutely. So I wear several different hats, as you stated in my bio. Uh, I am a professor of counseling. So I still do that full time. I also have a private practice that I do very part time now as a licensed therapist. I've been in the mental health field for about 15 years. So I have a little bit of experience under my belt. (laughs) Uh, And I have now transitioned into coaching and mentoring individuals. Um, And as you stated, into creating the lives that they want. Um, Just simply out of the work that I've been doing thus far as a therapist. And I really wanted to make my work available to more individuals and speak to the masses. So I, I, I transitioned um, almost a couple of years ago now uh, into this coaching and mentoring um, arena. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, one of the first questions that I ask every guest on the show, and we're going to dig deeper into this conversation, but Dr. Tiffany, the School of Purpose podcast is all about helping people to uncover their purpose, but not only to uncover it, but to execute on it so that they can create the life that they want. How do you define purpose? I define purpose as that one thing that you were put here on earth to do. And it sounds so cliche, 
right? Because everyone says that you have a gift and you were put here on this earth to do a certain thing. And I know for me specifically, I didn't believe that for so long because I I wasn't able to find what my gift was. I didn't know what it was. And what I knew was that I was able to do a lot of things, which meant that I was competent in a lot of areas. Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand that competence and purpose or your gifts, that's totally different. You know, so you can be competent in a lot of different areas, but when you are in your purpose, it's your gift. It's the thing that only you can do. It's the thing that no one can do quite like you. And so once I was able to really hone in on what that was uh, for me, then I was able to help to bring that to fruition for other people as well to help bring that out because I know it was such a difficult process for me. Wow. So in contrast to purpose, how do you define success? So success looks a little different for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just really depends on the person. For me, success is always about where you are most happiest. And if you are doing what it is that brings you joy and brings you happiness and brings you peace. And so for some people, that looks like being a housewife and raising their children and taking care of their their spouses or what have you. For me, that looks like living my life in peace, having flexibility, and being able to do work that I love, helping other people really get to uh, live a life that they were created to live. So again, I think it looks differently for every single person, but it's all about where you show up best in the world and how you get to your happy. As long as you are happy, that's success to me. I like what you said, how you get to your happy. And that's important because everybody's level of happiness or everybody's pursuit of happiness will be different. It's like success. Success, I like to use the definition from the late Earl Nightingale. And he just simply says that success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Meaning that the person who is progressing toward that level of success, they get to determine what the worthy idea or ideal is. Exactly. And that's why it looks different for, for everyone. And, and my thing, I always say, and I work closely with a mentor who is closely aligned with me in this also. So she was able to help me really build a business around this notion that who cares if you are successful when you hate your life? Mm. Like who cares? If you're successful, if you hate your life. And so what I do with individuals is I help them to really be able to find that sweet spot in their life so that they can work and also live in their happy place because they actually do and and they can coexist together. They don't have to be separate and apart from each other. Wonderful, wonderful. So as we proceed on with some of the questions in the podcast, one of the things that I always like to discuss and to 
bring up during the episodes is this idea of obstacles and challenges. Because a lot of times we talk about success, we talk about achievement, but I know for sure that success doesn't come from success. Success is born out of struggle, out of challenges, out of overcoming certain obstacles in life. And so what has been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome as you have pursued your success as an entrepreneur and as an academician? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can say just one because right. it's almost gotten to the point where I now say to people, you should expect barriers. Mm-hmm. You should expect barriers because if this thing was easy, everyone would have it right? Uh, I'm almost surprised when um, things start to really fall in line because I have gotten to the point so that I expect barriers all the time now. Um, But uh, let me see if I could name one barrier. I, I would say being told no. Being told no consistently. Being told um, either directly or indirectly that you're not good enough. You know, you're not good enough. Uh, that has been almost a, a running theme and in my life, something that resonates with me over and over again and something that I have overcome and continue to overcome on a regular basis because you have to believe in yourself first before anyone else will. Right. And so what? why would anybody else believe in you when you don't even believe in you? Mm-hmm. And so that is something that I've had to carry with me and believe in me first and foremost and and my gifts and my abilities to be able to really persevere and push through regardless of what anyone else thought of me or about me. And then. Once I am able to push through, then everybody else starts to say, hmm, maybe she does have something. Hmm, she, she is kind of okay. Okay. So <laughs> if I had to name that one thing, it's just constantly persevering and pushing through. No. Awesome. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get into the conversation about these five keys to discovering your purpose. Because I believe that, you know, there are many people who still struggle with identifying what their purpose is in life, what their purpose is as it pertains to what they will leave as a legacy. And I get the question all the time, and I talk about purpose quite often on this show. But I want to learn the five keys that you have discovered that help people to get in alignment and discover their own purpose. So let's talk about those five keys. Absolutely. So before going into that, before discovering these questions um, in the process that I actually walked myself through, I, I came to a place in my life where I, I got stuck. I got stuck. I had checked all of the boxes off in my life, all of the goals I had grabbed Um, I had acquired everything that I wanted to acquire. I had accomplished all of my goals and I was unfulfilled. Mm. And I I had this great job. 
And I just, I didn't understand why I was unfulfilled. And there was a part of me that felt ungrateful because like, how can you be unfulfilled when this is something that most people want? Like you have everything that most people want and are striving to get to. And, you know, those things seem to have come so easily to me. Like, seriously, going to school, I could do that all day long with my eyes closed, my hands tied behind my back every single day. It it came easy to me. But when it came down to this thing of why am I unfulfilled and why am I feeling empty, then I started asking the question of what is my purpose? Why am I actually here on this earth? Because that was what was most important to me at that point. And it was the one thing that I didn't have a syllabus for somebody to tell me how to to get to. I didn't have a roadmap. I didn't have anyone to tell me because school was easy for me because they told me what to do. And all I had to do was follow the directions. So I'm really good at following directions. But now I was up against this challenge that I had to bring this thing out of me. And I I looked all over the place, but nobody was able to help me. And that's why it's so difficult for most people to figure out what their purpose is, because it's that one thing that is embedded inside of you. It's given only to you and no one else has a vision for what your vision is, because it's only yours. So... That led me into, (laughs) I went on this journey and it was a three year long journey that I went on to figure out what my purpose was. And so then once I went on my journey and I started to get clearer about why I was actually here on earth, then I was like, I know I cannot be the only one. If I'm struggling with this this bad, I know other people have to be struggling with this also. So let me figure out a way where I can really streamline this so that people won't be as um, discouraged and it won't be as painful because <laughs> it was painful for me. It was painful for someone who has the answers for everything to now have no answers to figure out what my purpose is. So that's how I came to this this little process. Um, And so the first thing I'll go into is I had to figure out who I was. So that's the first thing. Who are you? Right? And it's the thing when I ask, who are you? It's the one question that stumps a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they're like, well, I'm a mother, I'm a father, I'm a brother, uh, I'm a pastor, I'm a teacher. And I'm like, no, those are your labels. Wow. Those not are your labels, you not who you are. Right. right. That's not who you are. See, we start picking up these labels along the way uh, when, you know, in life. And so we start attaching that and we start slapping them on us and we wear them as a badge of honor. And then we start to present ourselves as those labels. And so what I say is take those labels off because before you had any of those labels, you were you. And that's what I want to know. Who are you when you strip 
all of that away. And that is a vulnerable place for a lot of people to, to really just show up as you. Because, you know, a lot of times people like you because of who you are, what you can do for them, what you can bring to the table. But when you have to show up just as you, that's a scary thing. Wow. Because wow. a lot of people can't sit in that. And so how to get to, down to you, you know, like I do this because I'm like, let's peel away. Let's peel away all of the things. And I have, I have you to go back and start thinking about the things that you just really loved to do, like as a child, like when you had that pure innocence and you just were in a blissful place and this world thing didn't even matter to you, right? That's you at your core. Mm-hmm. Well, really, that's your soul's character is what I call it. And so that's what I help people to get to. Who are you to figure that out? Because that's the first thing uh, without all of the labels to figuring out who your purpose is. When you get down to that really organic, authentic part of yourself. So that's number one. All right, Dr. Tiffany. So we're going to try to go through two, three, four, and five as quick as possible because okay. we've got to get to the rest of the show. But I understand that you you are a counselor and a PhD counselor, so you definitely know how to dig deeply. But let's get <laughs> okay. one example of each one so that people can then maybe reach out to you if they need greater clarity on how to discover more in these questions uh, and they can call you and help you. Okay, I must, I must try to stay surface level, which I don't do very well. Understand. I don't do surface level very well, but I'm, I must do surface level for you. So number two, <laughs> number two is getting to what feeds your soul, what feeds your soul, what makes your heart smile, right? What, what is that thing that really makes your heart smile? Number three is what is the thing that gets you excited? A lot of people as adults, we don't get excited anymore, but we used to get excited as children, right? And so now I ask you to just kind of go back to what's that thing that really gets you excited when you're in it and you get like just this burst of energy. What's that thing when you're doing it? Um, That's number three, um, that thing that gets you excited. Number four, um, if you could dream, because this is another thing that we stop doing as adults. What are your dreams? Like, I had someone to ask me, and this is when I started on my journey. Um, she, she said to me, her name is Tracy Fenton, and I met her on an airplane ride to, from Dallas to Hawaii. And she said to me when I was struggling through this process, what would you do if you were not afraid? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that you dream about, Right because there there are no no's there. Like you can be whatever, you can do whatever. So it's that thing, what would you do if you were not afraid? What would you dream about? What do you dream about? Um, and then number five, it's that thing that you can do from sun up to sundown. So when I started really working in what my purpose is, I literally can get up in the morning, start working on my work and Hours and hours and hours will have passed, and I will not have eaten. I will not have gotten up to go to the bathroom. I will not have stopped at all. 
you know, and that is a clue that you are really in your sweet space, right? That place that you really, really were created to, to be and to do. Awesome. So those are the five questions that you would want to ask yourself in order to discover your purpose. Go through those five one more time real quickly. Number okay. one. So number one is who are you? Mm-hmm. Number two is what feeds your soul? Number three is what gets you excited? Number four, if you were not afraid, what would you do? And number five, what is that thing that you can do from sun up to sundown and you never get tired of it? Awesome. Well, Dr. Tiffany, I think those are some great questions for people to get started on that journey towards identifying and discovering their purpose. So thank you for sharing those five questions. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Dr. Tiffany Stewart, who is going to share with us her one things as we share those questions in the second half of this episode. We'll be right back. Are you a speaker, author, or coach who desires to build a personal brand of influence so you can attract more clients and increase your sales? Or perhaps you are a pastor or a minister who wants to expand your ministry beyond your local church. Or just maybe you are a career professional who has a desire to build a personal brand lifestyle business so that you can have more time to spend with family and friends and more time doing work that you love. Well, I've created a free membership program called the School of Purpose Membership Program. This membership website will house video tutorials and resources on personal branding, social media marketing, and basic business startup strategies so that you can do work that you love and have passion for. If you are interested in building a personal brand of influence that pays, then you want to join the School of Purpose membership website by going to www.schoolofpurpose.net. That's www.schoolofpurpose.net schoolofpurpose.net. Come on, join the School of Purpose membership website and learn how to profit from your purpose. All right, welcome back to the second half of the School of Purpose podcast as we interview Dr. Tiffany Stewart. And we're going to go right on into our Your One Thing questions as we learn a little bit more about how Dr. Tiffany continues to be productive and successful in her life and in her business. Dr. Tiffany, are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Awesome. Dr. Tiffany, describe yourself with one word and explain why you choose that word. Resilient is my word. And it's because I've been through, like many people, so many difficult things. Um, probably the, the most significant thing in my life is Hurricane Katrina and losing all of my properties. I had like five rental properties and mm-hmm. it's, you know, like going from, you know, being established to really having to take a huge, huge, well, several steps back <laughs> and just starting over again in my life and, and just really being able to soar since that point. So resilient. Absolutely. Resilient. I like that word. What books 
have had or actually what's one book that has had the biggest impact on you? My absolute favorite book of all time is The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Um, it was the one book that just really, it, it was life-changing for me, changed my whole perspective on life itself and just really led me into a whole nother way of living. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're currently reading anything, what are you currently reading? Oh my gosh, I am currently reading several things. (laughs) Um, But right now, currently, I am reading up on a trip. I'm getting ready to go to Bali. So (laughs) that's just for fun because Mm -hmm. I have to research every single thing that, um, that I do. So that is the book that I'm currently reading to just kind of have my most fulfilled um, experience there. But what is another book that I am reading? Oh, mm, I'm just, I'm, look, I'm just engrossed in that book right now. Okay, so, that works for me. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> What's one online resource tool or website that has enhanced your productivity and focus? Oh my gosh, I love Evernote. Evernote, yes. I'm on Evernote every single day on my phone, on my computer, every single day. Um, You know, it allows me to be able to talk um, and leave notes when I'm driving. I can jump on it on the app on my phone and just type a quick note. Um, I can jump over to my desktop and pull it up. It's it's just the best thing ever to me. I love it. Great. If you had $1 million to use to build your business, what is one thing you would immediately invest in? One thing that I would immediately invest in, I I would definitely invest in bringing um, a team in with me and knowing how to allocate my time properly and delegate things because I really have um, learned that I do my best work when I'm able to work in my zone of genius and I hire other people who are able to work in their zone of genius as well. So I am able to really just stay in my sweet spot and I hire other people to do what they do to make me look good. I like that. Hiring a team helps you to stay in your lane. I like that. What is your number one ritual or practice that helps you to stay focused? Meditation. I I love meditation. And um, sometimes it is difficult to to do, to really um, be able to close out all of the noise that goes on in in the world, particularly because my business is online. And so my business is, well, it's very noisy. It's very, very noisy online. And there are goo gobs of competition all of the time. And let's not even talk about the thoughts that go on in your head. And so meditation is the number one thing that helps me to really just quiet my mind, get back 
to my purpose, my goals, and to get back into alignment every single time. Great. What is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? My favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur is the flexibility that it allows me and the creativity. At one time, I really didn't believe that I was a creative person. I just thought that I was a black and white person. Um, But when you are an entrepreneur, you get to do things your way. Um, And so I love that freeing part. It's freeing to me, the flexibility and the creativity that you can put into your own business. Great. If you could meet any entrepreneur or major leader, who would it be? Oh, wow. I I would have to say um, it would be a cross between Oprah and Michelle Obama. Like they are just fascinating people to me. I, I love intelligent women. I love women who just really, really stand for something. Um, uh, uh, and really are living in their purpose. And it's not about money first, but really about people and, and heart first. And so they are just two people who I absolutely love and adore and would love to meet them. Awesome. And our last question for your one thing is, what is your favorite thing to do with your spare time? I probably already answered that, but traveling. Traveling. Yeah, I absolutely love to travel. And anytime I'm not working, I'm probably traveling. Great, great. So as we close out today's episode, I'd like for you to share one last piece of great advice that you can offer to someone who feels like they're off purpose and ready to make the shift in being more intentional in their life, their business, and or career. Well, the one piece of advice that I would offer is that you really don't have to look very far to find what your purpose is. I love the book. I'm not currently reading this, but it's a book that I have read, um, The Alchemist. And it's a book that I actually assigned to my class as an assignment. But in The Alchemist, um, the whole gist of the story is this boy went out on a journey trying to really find um, his purpose and what he was here on earth for. And he just went on this whole journey. And sometimes we do this ourselves. We go on this journey and, you know, I say metaphorically, we are in Japan, we are in Canada, we are in Australia, we are all over the place trying to find who we are when the whole time it's been right inside of us the entire time. And that's all you really need to do is to look inside yourself a little further, a little deeper, and you will find that gift that has been implanted in you that has been given only to you. That's good. Look inside yourself a little further, a little deeper, and you'll find that gift that's only inside of you. 
Absolutely. Wow. What great advice that was, Dr. Tiffany Stewart. I want to know, do you have anything that will allow the people who are listening to the episode to connect with you as far as a free gift that you would like to offer the listeners of the School of Purpose podcast? Absolutely. So I am all about helping people to create the life that you want. So I actually have a free workbook. It's called Take the Leap. Um, workbook to helping you to create the life that you want to give you a jump start on how to actually start to figure this thing out um, for what you want in your life. So it is on my website at www.tiffanystewartphd.com and you can download your free workbook there on the website so to get started on your journey. And that is www.tiffanystewartphd.com. Yes. Let us know how can we stay in contact with you via social media? So via social media, I am on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Dr. Tiff PhD. That's D-R. T-I-F-F-P-H-D, and on Facebook at Dr. Tiffany Stewart. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the School of Purpose podcast. And we theme this episode, Five Keys to Discovering Your Purpose. Well, School of Purpose leaders and School of Purpose influencers, I thank you each and every week for joining me for the School of Purpose podcast. I don't take it for granted that each week you take opportunity and take time out of your schedule to listen to this show. For those of you who have not and you're listening for the very first time, go right on over to iTunes and subscribe to the School of Purpose podcast. And I also welcome you to rate and review the show. The podcast is also available in Stitcher and all you have to do is add the Stitcher app to your phone and you will have access to subscribe to the podcast. Another opportunity that I have that I shared in the commercial is for you to become a part of my complimentary membership program called the School of Purpose Membership Program. All you have to do is go to www.schoolofpurpose.net. That's www.schoolofpurpose.net. I also would love to hear more from you as it pertains to what type of shows would you like to hear on the School of Purpose podcast? How can this show help you solve some of your own major problems? And all you have to do is go to my website, markeithbrayton.com, click on the contact me page and fill out the email form that is on that page. You can also schedule a 30-minute complimentary consultation with me right there on my website at markeithbraden.com. Once again, I thank you for joining me for this episode of the School of Purpose podcast. And I always would like to remind you this, life's greatest tragedy is a life without purpose, life that has no direction. Moreover, life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. You have an assignment. You have something specific that you are supposed to do in this world. Now just go do it. Always remember this, shoot for the top because it's the bottom 
that's overcrowded. Have a great rest of your week.